Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Trembles. After spending a restful night at Hot Apothecary, the gang regroups and prepares for a more somber occasion. They attend the funeral of Twig's Scaddle. Kit says a few words, and Jessica sings a song before the party lay Twig's to rest. Their dearly departed friend taken care of, Kit vows vengeance on the LLC, and the attorneys prepare to continue their work in Opula. I do declare, Yorana is back in session. Right, so back to this question. How do we plan on getting to Opula? I think we are going to need to get a taxi. There's no question about it. It's just, um... Which taxi company is the fastest for the best-priced fare? Do we have an exact, like, building we want to go to? Or... We definitely have to go to Thomas's apartment. Yes, my apartment. So, do we want to get a fare dropped directly at his apartment, or at, like, the edge of the city to try to save some coin? I guess, depending on how Personally, much it is. Personally, I would rather, um, pass that bridge undetected by the folk who man it, as I have made a number of promises to them that I have not kept. <laughs> right, but we have Jessica with us. They love her. You mean you have Victoria with you? <sighs> right. Either way, <laughs> we might be able to get across that bridge fine. Look, if we can get close enough, I can get us in up. I mean, there are, there are ways that, um... Only those who want to be seen in the carriage can be seen when we pass through. That's what I'm saying. I, y'all, if we just get a taxi, like I can just duck and we'll be fine. Let's All right. Then I um, will say, um, last night during our, our lovely little rest, I did a little bit of studying with my books that I checked out from the library the other day. Um, and you know, I was reading up on it on a bit of odd bit of magic. It's called a, a, a teleportation circle. Huh. And um, as I was reading up on it and things, um, so there's these like runic circles um, places um, that can be used if you cast a spell um, to teleport to those locations if you know the runic pattern that you're seeking to teleport to. The courthouse has those, right? Don't. Uh, yeah, sometimes... that's that's that is correct. Yes. So you can teleport like from courthouse to courthouse. Essentially, yeah. I didn't know about this a while back, which, if you know the pattern. I don't know the Opula 
pattern, unfortunately. Did I price check? Why did we check the price for the taxi? Let's do it. Someone roll in a history check. Yeah, would I like have a memory? Yeah, I'll give you advantage because it's a local taxi that you've probably taken. Oh, thank goodness for that advantage. Can I find a point to talk to Tiro privately? Why don't you do this now while they're all arguing about taxis? Okay. (laughs) Looking up the yellow pages. Um, Tyronicus. Yeah. Speaking of this whole reclaimer talk, are are you aware of anything having to do with Viper maybe potentially not being a reclaimer? I mean, Viper is not a reclaimer. Okay, okay. So you're aware of it too. Okay, this is this was new information to me, I think. So I was just no, it's not nothing new. We're good. Okay, great. Just I, just I, I, I thought you would assume Jessica that she overhears this last part. She turns <laughs> and she goes, "What do you mean you didn't know she was a reclaimer?" Get out of here, Jessica. No, no, no. I'm not going anywhere, young man. A roach, Jessica. I am not going anywhere. Goodbye. This is my friend Zero. Thirteen history check. Viper was kind of off to the side as they were having that conversation, just like staring off into space, trying to think back to the last time she took a taxi here. Um, that's a 13. You know it's probably somewhere in the 10 to 20 gold range, considering you have to pay the, the toll to come in. But you know the taxis get, like, a fixed rate, so you don't have to pay three per passenger. Okay. Uh, Richard butts in and he goes, Nephew, you, you, you are aware she works on the moon base, right? <laughs> right. Yes, I knew that. So she's not Whatever. a reclaimer. She's, she's one of those silly LEP Stop. Agents. This was between me and Tiro. Everyone go away. Monique goes, wait, did, did you think the, the, the LEP guys were reclaimers? No. I, I, I think, uh, I think, listen, I talked to Viper very briefly. I think she used to be a reclaimer. Okay. All right. You know, we, we could also <laughs> just talk to our friend directly. All right. So, um, <laughs> all right. Oh, so I if I it. remember correctly, it can be anywhere from 10 to 20 gold pieces because we'll have to pay the toll or whatever. Yeesh. But it's a fixed rate, so it shouldn't be anything ridiculous. And if we all scrounge together, that could be what? Like, you know, uh, if I can do my math correctly, that's like five. And then Rich and Monique, that's seven. So it's what? Like three a little less than three gold pieces each i think we can do that right uh well jessica has no money so right right not gonna be helpful in this situation if we could avoid the toll i think we're fine i have 18 gold pieces when we're signing up we could um on the little notepad they give us click avoid uh, we could check avoid tolls Uh, please what notepad you just Put your thumb out on the street and get into a cab. Y'all are complicated this so much. Well, I don't know. I, maybe it's just well, the taxis ask, around once we here. Get, once we get in the cab, we can be like, hey, can you please avoid all tolls? You know, can, can yeah. we do that? Is that something Well, they we won't do? be able to take us into Opula. There's a mandatory toll to cross the bridge. Well, it it depends. I Aren't there like two dry, aren't there two taxi drivers in Brookhaven? Mr. Guggle and Mr. Opple? And I think Guggle has the option to avoid tolls, but oh. I've never used Apple Maps, so I don't know. Can I make a history check to see if I have used Guggle before? Both of them have. I, I can tell you based on experience, both of them have the option to not go to tolls. All right. And I want to know if I'm friends with Mr. The Guggle. sky opens up and you see a human face come out and go. There is only there are two bridges in Topula, and both of them have trolls. And then the skies I, close up again. I hear you, God. I, I'm with you. I've been there before. The guys guarding the tolls aren't that bright. Can't we just charm them? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Tiro. I would like to make 
I would like to make a history check to see if I'm friends with Mr. Goggle what? or with one of the bridge crews. <laughs> Let's cross this bridge and we get to, oh my <laughs> Jesus word. Bob is going to hold hold a finger out, hold a thumb up and just be like, God willing. Thomas is throwing a temper tent. You hold up a finger after like three hours of debating the merits of the taxi. You know what? Canonically, it is now the dawn of the 12th of winter. You oh. have spent all night arguing about taxis. Oh I'm walking. But wasn't it the morning for the funeral? It was late afternoon as, as the funeral was finishing, and y'all have been talking for like six hours as you hold the thumb out and immediately like four cabs. <sighs> Amazing. They're right. competing for your for your business. They start one of them starts singing. How many seats in a cab? Alright. Bye, Jessica. Everyone gets Maybe it. one of them is a Mr. Uber XL. There's there's a guy with a French mustache that uh, with a large stretch carriage. Uber. And he says, ha Please step into my Uber XL. Uh Mr. Uber, can we avoid tolls, please? Hmm? Where 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 to? Uh- Opula? None! <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. Mustache, I need you to step on it. 516 Opal Way, please. Right, okay, that is going to be uh, 17 gold pieces. And Jessica leans out the window, turns to the other cabbies and goes, who can beat 17 gold pieces as the fair? Who wants the business? Uh, you see one guy on a bicycle drawing a wooden cart. He says, I can't, I can't. Me. How much? It's just a little wooden wagon. Like no, 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 ceiling, no, no Jess, nothing. Jess, <laughs> Jess, we can splurge. It's okay. How much? I make eye contact with the driver and I say, why do we make it 15? And I'd like to uh, use persuasion. Okay, I'm going to give you disadvantage no. on this one. This is a ten. Two plus twelve is fourteen. Says, so why don't you make it five? As he casts suggestions. Does a sixteen beat? No, it does not. Tyronicus, if you could do that, just make it free. Why are we paying? What? Hon, hon. <laughs> five gold will be sufficient. Perfect. Thomas is going to get out of the cab and go ride with the bike guy. Thomas says five gold pieces. Let's go. Just make it free. Viper hands him five gold pieces. Thank you. Please drive. Please drive Thank so you, fast. Thank you, sir. He just, Please. he whips the horses. He doesn't even wait for you all to get on. Like, uh, you. Jessica, you almost fall out of the cab as it takes off. Your and one foot is still on the I ground. I mean, it's canon at this point that uh, Thomas is not in the cab. He has said he got out and went to the wooden cart, so we've left him <laughs> behind. He says, all right, I can do it for seven. <laughs> Fine, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thomas, roll a dexterity check, and Tiro, roll a dexterity check. 17. 19. Damn, uh, Thomas, your little bike boy is pedaling as fast as he can, but he can't quite edge out the cart as the dude is just whipping the horses. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> they're fucking, they're thundering down the streets. You see pedestrians dodging out of the way, and this cart is doing his best to keep up. Dude, this poor little bike man probably just needed some extra money, and he's making the bike ride all the way to Opula for seven gold pieces. And back. Uh, Thomas, since you are out in the open air, please roll a perception check for me. Oh, good lord. Oh. <laughs> a 14. You notice, still in Brookhaven, kind of behind you, you notice a ton of smoke rising up into the sky as you hear, like, very distant, like... And just crowds of panic sounding in the distance. Wait, 
Stop, stop the bike. Stop the bike. That's not my business. He hits the brakes on the bike, but because it's not like a real carriage, it's just a wagon attached to a bike. The wagon still has momentum, hits the bike, bends the rim, no. and sends the dude flying face first into the dirt. <laughs> oh God, are you okay? What's, are you okay? Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Is anybody looking back to see this? Nope. <laughs> Everyone roll a perception check within the cab with disadvantage because knowing you guys are still arguing about cab prices. Bob is taking a nap. Like I My just... roll is a four. 13. 11. Anyone disadvantage, I got 18. Barb and Viper, you don't notice the smoke and the screams, but you do hear the crash of the bicycle right next to you out the window. You see the, the little kid go flying like past your window into the dirt. Oh, oh shit. A kid. Oh, you no. hear Thomas asking if he's okay. And then Tyronicus, you notice this and you also smell the smoke look out and kind of hear the screams. Um, sir, stop the cab really quick, please. Uh, Sorry. Hum, hum. <clears throat> and he pulls back on the reins and the horses. <laughs> Bob gets out of the carriage and goes to help the kid up and check on him. Uh, can I perceive what's going on behind yeah, me? Yeah, roll a investigation check. That is a natural 20 plus four is a 24. Wow, Thomas, okay, you seem to remember the streets of Brookhaven really well, and you gather that the area the smoke is coming from is likely the courthouse. Oh, Oh, God. I'm gonna run. No, wait. Shit. Sorry, the courthouse you wanted us to go to? The, the courthouse you wanted us to go to originally? Is on fire? <laughs> Who are you talking to? You, God, you, I'm talking to you. Don't, 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 don't be nasty with me, God. Okay. I'm gonna start running towards the courthouse. Son of a- Thomas, where are you Wait, going? Wait, Thomas, get in the carriage. Yeah, like the moment before it dawns on you that it's probably coming from the courthouse, you feel that very familiar heartburn that you often feel. And you take three points of damage. Oh. Thomas, get in the carriage, it'll be faster. And, and get the little boy too. No. It's all right, it's all right. Barbara, we didn't make it very far. Barbara, it's just a hop, skip, and a yes, jump. Yes, yes, Bob is literally just gonna throw this kid over his shoulder. Let's go. We're probably still in town, My bro. little brothers need to eat. Okay. No, it, here, oh. here. And I'll, I'll give him 10 gold pieces. Here, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. All right, let me jump on one of the horses and start riding back. All right, I say, sir, please take us to the courthouse. And I throw three more gold pieces at so, him. Thomas hopped on one of the horses, but because it's still strapped to the apparatus, he thinks he's riding away, but he is really just leading the entire carriage. That's what's happening. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Thomas, you accidentally get whipped as he goes, ha <laughs> ha. And you feel the whip along your spine, but you do, uh, I guess for some reason, your leadership atop the horses motivates them to pull extra fast. Great. It's like, wait, why are we turning around? What's going on here, y'all? Screaming, smoke, courthouse. Oh, I didn't hear any of that. And Jessica kind of peers out the window and goes, oh, wow, look at that. My question is, when did we become heroes? Why are we going back here? Uh, that that would also be um, my question, ex especially reminder, considering what parents, the boys were telling us. My family us. lives well, here. Yes, yes, dear. Of course. There's that. There's that part of it. That that's Your family doesn't live at the courthouse. No, though. but they live in Brookhaven. Wow, so heartless, Jessica. No, I was just gonna say, the last time you guys came across a town that was in terror and being set on fire. You guys didn't exactly go into town to help, from what I could recall. Yes, we did. No, we, absolutely we did, did. And then we ran into a creature of death and destruction. Yeah, so I'm thinking that that creature might be here. 
And we saved two people, too. And as you're having this argument, Thomas, I guess you're shouting back into the cab. The Actually, you are fully leading the horses at this point, and the Uber driver is going, ho, ho, uh, trying to take control of the horses, but they're not listening to him. This is absolute chaos. We just had to have a big party. Just had to have and a big party. And you pull up to the court of Brookhaven. When you arrive, there is mayhem. People are running. They cannot spill out of the courthouse fast enough. And there is uh, smoke. You can definitely see flames from within the courthouse. Smoke emanating from the interior, and it is obscuring your view. Thomas, uh, you squint your eyes, or your, you, you do the internal sockets. idea of squinting your eyes. The Uber driver goes, hey, what the hell? And a moment later, you see a large, dark silhouette appear in the smoke. A young centaur is running from the courthouse as they let out a yelp and seem to drop dead on the steps of the courthouse. The silhouette grows larger as finally one of the abominations emerges. Did it one one of you see what of didn't want to go to the courthouse here's why i didn't want to go look at him look at his smug face look I, at him. No, no, he knew from the beginning i was like ah, i he don't want to go to the courthouse i don't like the phrase one of that's fair we're halfway there Wah. This, this is the halftime ad. It's a me, Bikini. Nicky B is with his dead imaginary canonical pet hamster scruffles. Well, now it's the time for Bikini. Nicky B always like his advertisement. Well, a bikini make a bad advertisement. <laughs> Today's episode is not brought to you by Dungeons and Dreambus. And very much not brought to you by Dungeons and Dreambus Patreon. <laughs> Why would anybody want to join a fun and a positive community of fellow TTRPG fans? Gain access to hundreds of hours of exclusive and hilarious bonus content. Craft their very own item into a mainline Dreambus story. Get occasional pieces of a surprise merch sent to them. Or play a one-shot game with the members of a Dungeons and Dreambus. Bleh. Dreamless is so thankful and humbled by the support of uh, these stinky fans. Queso Loco, Jerry Benatatos, Victoria Madrid, Creta and Beignet, Alex Gapes My Ass, Ace Andrews, Regina Russell, Salty, Sam Olivos, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Envy Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Danny Dudrop, Myth Mouse, Kali Wolf, Brandon N. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Owes Burger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles the Death Dealer, Erin Adams, Nathan Mesner, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Stoner Panda, Melissa Rain, Hensational. 
Bots of Plenty, The Lone Trumpeter, Normally Me, Dane Kohlhoff, Loon, Loon, The State of Alaska, Faust, The Heavenly Demonica Monster, Marsha Coffee, Official Anarchy, and the David Carlton. <laughs> Is that really it's just, it's just David Carlton? <laughs> Blah! No thank you to these special patrons. Oh, I bet the Dreamers really loves you and is so thankful. Get back into the show! Bob is getting out of the cab. Why don't you get out? Let's turn around and leave. We don't have to fight that thing. We can't just leave it here either, though. Look, it's already it's burnt down the damn courthouse. We couldn't beat it last time. I I would say stay in the cab before we go for initiative, and then we could ride stay this thing to Viper's house and get the fuck out. Roll of here. for initiative, but you are more than welcome to stay in the cab. <sighs> also, uh, Thomas, it has been established that you are atop the horses, and the horses seem to be listening to you more than the cabbie. So, okay. Ah, I got a one. That's a big yike. Amanda got a 13. Hannah got a 17. Jessica has a 7. TJ has a 7. Viper, you're up first. Okay. I will use my bonus action of this turn, steady aim, to give myself advantage on my attack. Okay. I will get out of the carriage, but um, use the least amount of walking as possible. And then I will throw one of my daggers. Roll that for me. 22. That hits. Great. So since I had advantage on the attack roll, then I get to add my sneak attack bonus. 25 piercing. And then I need a constitution saving throw. Wow. Uh, He rolls a nat failure on the constitution saving throw. Okay. So you toss the dagger. You see it lodge itself uh, with incredible aim. And it lodges itself in the abomination's neck, and it definitely takes damage, but it like barely flinches okay. as it continues to emerge from the smoke. Failing its constitution saving throw miserably, it takes 11 points of poison damage. Okay, the poison damage definitely seeps in, and, and you see, although it is this black plasticky creature, you see uh, it almost turn like a dark green as you see some of the poison spread in. It looks undeterred. However, it does look damaged. Okay, that's my turn. Barbara, it is your turn. I believe I picked up a crossbow from one of the attackers at Hot Apothecary. You did. Okay, I would like to use that now. Go for it. 21. Uh, that hits. Roll for damage. That you're asked. And I would like to be attacking twice. So go ahead and roll that second attack for me. 24. <laughs> yep, that's going to hit. Okay, 16 total damage. You load up two bolts back to back. <laughs> And you see them both lodge into uh, his right peck. This dude is starting to look like a pincushion as he has two bolts and a dagger sticking out of him. However, with that 16 damage, as it hits him, you get the feeling it doesn't do as much damage as you feel it should. It has resistance. Barbara, hand that to me really quick. Sure. And Bob will pass it to Viper. Okay. At this point, Monique goes, guys, guys, what should we do? What should we do? And suddenly you hear a... On the roof of the carriage. You see first some little piece of metal fly through the air and slice at the cheek of the abomination. 
Next, you hear this rattling can. You see it appear at the feet of the abomination, and the smoke with that noxious gas from earlier in the apothecary emanates out around the abomination. And jumping down from the ceiling of the carriage, you see Bear Man as he shouts out, The courthouse has fallen. Everyone run. And you see the citizens begin to run away as he charges into the smoke towards the abomination, obscured from view. The cabbie is up next, and the cabbie is going to try and take control of the horses back from you, Thomas. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say that is a sufficient animal handling check as he whips the reins and the carriage begins to move away. We, we can leave if you guys want to leave, I guess. We can stay in the carriage. Now I feel bad because this abomination is here and now Viper's... Oh, now, now, now you guys feel bad. Unless, can the bear now handle it? I feel bad. Earlier I was like, I'm trying to get out, but everyone's like, no, stay in the carriage. We don't have to help. I thought it was just on fire. Yeah. Now this is abomination. It's like yeah, Next yeah. up is the abomination. However, you cannot see him from within the cloud of fuming noxious gases. And suddenly you see the bear man flung up into the air and smash against the ceiling of the courthouse and then falls back into the noxious fumes as you hear the sound of blows being traded within the fumes. Uh, Tyronicus, it is your turn. I'm gonna hop out the cart. <laughs> oh shit, okay. Tyronicus, you leap out of the cart that uses your movement. Can I see anything is going on? Roll a perception check for me. 30-20. Yeah, you can make them out barely, but enough that you feel like you can aim confidently. All right, look, if it worked once, maybe it can work again. He rubs his fingers, snaps. He rubs his hands, not rubs his fingers. Snaps and casts his banishment to try to get rid of the abomination. How does the seven do? Yeah, that does not work at all. <laughs> you focus on the abomination. And as you do, you see the smoke begin to swirl as you, as you just hear. If it's from a different plane of existence, it's not coming. As back. far as you know, it is gone right now. All right. So uh, we have at least a minute. Okay. okay. I will quickly coat some of the darts in Barbara's crossbow with my poison and then hand it back to her. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you. I love that. Of course. Recommendation, we rush. I know we only have a minute to get people out of here as quick as possible if I they're like still in their homes sure. and such. So far, the fire seems to be contained to just the courthouse. And you see, uh, as you guys are discussing this, Bearman is already inside and ushering people out. Oh, Bearman's got it. Good. I guess. Go, go, go. <laughs> Jessica is going to, from her lessons that she's been reading about, She's going to like be flipping through her spellbook just to kind of check her notes as she's doing it. But she is going to start casting Teleportation Circle, and she is going to start drawing a 10-foot diameter circle around where the Abomination was. Ah, very cool. Okay. That is a natural 20 acrobatics check to get on top of the courthouse. Yeah, Viper, you with ease, like a like a mountain lion, like clutch onto the pillar and climb your way up to the, the top of the courthouse. Jessica, do you know where you're going to teleport it to? Is it random or is it do you pick? I'm picking, Tamis, and I'm going to send it 
send it somewhere it can't hurt anybody because I've already hurt everyone there. <laughs> and Jessica starts sobbing as she's drawing this teleportation circle. You see her chanting and like this purple magic is emanating from her hands as she's drawing like a purple line in a 10 foot diameter. And Viper kind of calls out and is like, Tiro, I hope it doesn't come back, but also kind of hope it does because my dagger is still in its neck and I like that dagger. As you say that, Jessica is finishing creating the teleportation circle. You see out of nowhere, these like purple runes slowly begin to like almost load in where the abomination was. You see uh, the runes complete. This circle appears as Bear Man is coming out of the courthouse saying, Tiny Tim, you were the last one left. And you see this kid with his leg in a crutch coming out. And as he walks out, he walks into the teleportation circle. And and just gets (laughs) him and Bear Man both get zooted out. Oh no! Jessica, where did that lead to? Oh no! It's okay, I still got an idea. What's the order when it comes back? Who goes first? Who's and no, next? it's not coming For back. For what it's worth, the minute has passed and you do not see it appearing again. Shit! Oh, okay. Oh, son of a biscuit. I guess I'll just add, get a new dagger to my to-do list. Let's just make sure everyone listened. We don't hear any screaming, no nothing. We're good. There are crowds of bystanders that had run out of the courthouse and a couple of people that that Bearman had thrown out. You see there are civilians helping the injured as well as picking up some of the dead bodies. There are other civilians going to a well nearby and dumping water on the fires. And you just hear uh, all of them like in unison in appreciation going and doing bear roars. Um, Hey, Jessica. Yeah. Where is Bearman? Um, he's in the lovely coastal property, uh, zone of, um, Rabbit Cove. You mean the city that was destroyed? Is there anything there right now that could fuck him up? And Tiny Tim? Has anyone seen my child? Tim! Oh no. Timothy! (laughs) He's with Bear Man. Ma'am. He's in a better place he's, now. Ma'am. He's safe. He's with Bear Man. He will, he will soon become Robin Man. <gasps> oh my god, yeah. He'll become Tim Boy. T- Timothy's but five years old. That's a great age for him to start. Don't worry. Bear Man has taken him to safety. I'll level with you. If you want to be with with your with your child, Timothy, you're just going to need to step into this little portal. He accidentally ran into it. <laughs> His new name is Bear Cub. I... Um, I, uh, there's a there's a taxi service that could take you to Rabbit Cove where your son is. If um, Rabbit Cove, uh, all I have are two gold to my name. Do you think do you think that would be enough? Um, is that taxi share in Brookhaven <laughs> where you can share a taxi and split the fare? Are you the only? Uh, living relative, is there anything else, supplies you might need for this little trip? Sadly, my husband passed away. Okay. We've had no wages since his death last season. Fuck. Any other children that you need to look after? No, just Tiny Tim. He is the light of my life. Oh my god. Okay. Do you want to go to him? Is that the- More than anything. 
Jessica's gonna take her other fifth level spell slot to cast Teleportation Circle again for this woman to go and be with Tiny Tim. Thank you! Well, you know, practice makes perfect with these spells. I'm a little slightly concerned. And I might as well use all the fifth level spell slots I got. This city was kind of being protected by Bear Man, and I don't know if he knows his way back from Rabbit Cove. <laughs> oh, he's Bear Man. Of yeah, course he knows. He, 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 he's got a map on him, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> hon, hon, I, I'm not returning your fare if you, if you still wish to. All right, ride. all right. Back to the carriage, back to the carriage. And I, I take the boy out of the carriage and I place him gently on the ground away from smoke. And I say, thank you so much for taking my friend. Um, take the 10 gold pieces I gave you and feed your brother. Take care of that wrist. Thank you so thank much. You. Good night. Thank you. Wait, Jess, did you, uh, since the courthouse is technically on fire, you know, do you want to learn the sigil for here while we're here? Oh, yeah, sure. And Jessica will take, um, the time. And you can commit a new sigil sequence to memory after studying it for a minute. So while all, like, the discussion was going on <laughs> about, like, getting this boy out, Jessica's kind of gone over and she's got her spell book in her hand and she's, like, jotting down, like, runes in it. Like, oh, very interesting. Okay. Such fire and everything. And she's, like, sketching out this circle. And yeah, Jessica, you commit it to memory. Yay! You get in the Uber. As you begin your ride out of Brookhaven, Monique goes, okay. So I know we're headed to Opula to search for Reginald Figglesbottom, mm -hmm. but how do we plan to actually get to him? We're going to give him a comp ticket to see my play. Our right, play. when do you start rehearsals for that, Thomas? Yes, uh, are you sure you're still uh, cast? Of course I am. They wouldn't have started without the lead. I can assure you he's still cast, uh, but I'm pretty sure the rehearsals have already started. We need to go ask Nacho right away. Roll a, roll a history check for me. I got an 18. Okay, with the 18, you remember very well that you were adamant about making it back to town by Friday because that was when the first rehearsal was. And what day is it now? Is it Friday? It's past Friday. It is the late hours between Thursday night and Friday morning. <laughs> There's still time! We need to move now. <laughs> and with that, Monique goes, okay, okay, so the plan is to do the rehearsals and invite him. send the comp ticket. In the mail. Okay. That sounds like it's going to be a Thomas and T-Row thing. What should the rest of us be doing while that's going down? Well, perhaps, do we want to focus our efforts on getting employed at the theater so that we can all have reasons to be there the night that Figglesbottom gets there? You could all just come see my show and clap as a winning audience member. Right, but but there are special employee locations, you know, that probably have security camp, uh, security... Uh, surveillance. surveillance points. Yeah. Yes, secure surveillance uh, points that only employees can access. So in order to make sure that we have access to those areas, then I think it would make sense if we were ushers or concessions people. Maybe we helped with the set building. That, that could be pretty smart. We could probably cover all the exits once he's inside. That's yeah. what I'm thinking, like, especially if we help, you know... And then we can also be on the inside of the play process. So if there's anything that Thomas and Tiro need help with on their end, we could, we, the rest of us, could focus our efforts on getting employed at the theater so that we have a reason to be there. You know, Jessica, you could actually be in the show. Oh. I thought my plan was that I was going to get hired as a Jessica 
impersonator for the opening yes. night, so that way people can take photos right. with me. Sure. Yes, that was the plan. Portraits. Okay, so... Jessica is getting hired as a Jessica impersonator. Yes. Thomas and Tiro are in the show. Yes. Uh, Bob, what responsibility would you like? Uh, I, I'm happy with like surveillance or anything like that. So if it, maybe an usher? Sure. Put me as a put. Yeah. Let's 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 get hired as an usher. Why not? Okay. I think I would like to go the usher route with you. Um, Viper, what would you like? Um. Well, you know, I have some skill in sewing. Perhaps I could get a job as like an assistant costumer, and that could also give me the opportunity to make additions to Tyronicus and Thomas's costumes, you know, to add extra protection, and also possibly our usher uniforms, just, you know, in case they get in trouble. That sounds good. Uh, Kit, Richard, I think uh, I I like to work with my heads. Maybe I could do like props or something, and we could make like secret items in, in there or something. That sounds like a job I could potentially suit. I mean, really, I'd be best suited for the director to help uh, guide my nephew's performance. I'm sure that position is already filled. Yes, yes. I have a wonderful director, Uncle. You could never... Richard, you could always be an assistant director. I would never! <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Jessica? For once, that is an excellent idea coming oh from your house. You, you know what? You know what, uh, Kit? I, I'm sure you have plenty of good ideas, but you could use someone guiding you in the right direction. I will be props master, and you will be <laughs> assistant props uh, producer. Uh, n- no? Why don't, you know, Richard, you could volunteer to help with the set, or you could be on the tech side. I will be the set designer, yes. All right. Yes, I will surely land this job. There is no way they've hired one of those already. Of course. Yeah. You could be stage manager, Uncle. That's a very prestigious position. A manager, you say? Yes, yes, the stage manager. You know, they make sure everyone is where they need to be, when they need to be there. Well, this sounds like it suits my strengths just fine. Stage manager I shall be. Perfect. All right. I like this plan. (laughs) With that, you carry on on your ride towards Opula. The carriage rides along the cobblestone streets as the chaos at the court of Brookhaven fades into the distance, and the far-off silhouette of the Opal Tower grows nearer and nearer. As the cab begins to work its way off the paved roads and onto the dirt paths that lead to the city, you spot something odd off the side of the road. You see a different carriage, torn to shreds and set ablaze. Scrawled into the canvas in blood, you see the insignia of a bear with the words, Beware the bear, as someone screams in agony. Oh, I shouldn't have been a thief and a liar and a murderer. Oh, I regret my decisions. Nope, we're not getting sidetracked with another. Yeah, Yeah, we're just, we're going to keep on hitting yeah. He he sounds very regretful and it sounds like he deserved it, so we're just gonna Yeah, keep he's on probably on the on. track. Oh the fire is slowly creeping towards my flesh! I mean I surely okay. never live to change my ways at this rate. Well, it sounds like he learned his lesson, at least, you know, maybe he'll make it to a better afterlife since he's, you know, he seems remorseful. Oh, I died once it was brought back. There is nothing beyond this. Well, I mean, you know, then 
Not much we can do then. <laughs> we should at least help. Would you. you say that the fire is the size of a small campfire, perhaps? It's much larger than that. <laughs> I am resigning <laughs> to my fate, but I would like to put it on the record that I do not accept it. <sighs> Fine. Would you say three small campfires together? Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. So. <laughs> Uh, as they're passing by, Jessica will cast Prestidigitation three times in a row, which, <laughs> if you cast the spell multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at a time. And one of the <laughs> things that it talks about, you can instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, a torch, or a small campfire. So Great. Jessica will, like, <laughs> like bring up Stack some purple it. magic in her hands, snap three times... And, like, you see, like, the fires go out, like, <laughs> and then the fires are all out as we pass by this uh, other oh, carriage. Oh, thank the gods! Perhaps there is redemption after all! And as we leave it behind, I will cast Minor Illusion to make the guy see, like, the image of a winged creature um, oh, just kind of hovering over him that's, like, looking very angelic down on him and smiling. <laughs> Don't forget to go to the TA meetings. Thievery Anonymous. The rest of the ride is rather uneventful. <laughs> Eventually, the carriage crosses the bridge into Opula. As Patrick, Gatrick, and Ratrick come to collect their toll. Hey, 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 hey. Monique shrinks down and says, Tyrannicus had me. And just like drops onto the floor of the Uber. He's on the floor. I cast minor illusion, so it just looks like a floor. <laughs> uh, one of the trolls puts their eyes up to the window to inspect the cabin and then goes, all right. The Uber driver pays the toll, and after a few more minutes, drops you off at Until Dawn Pawn. End of session. <laughs> This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, Amanda Fernandez Acosta as Barbara, Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh! And don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons and Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. 
This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found.